Hello, and welcome to another episode of Eden Talks, a podcast series which looks at how Eden House and our partners support our customers in an ever-evolving technological landscape. I'm Rob Furnival, Director of Partnerships and Alliances at Eden House. Today, we're looking at what makes a successful project. From our perspective, our partners at SMP and our customers. We're going to discuss a recent project undertaken for Marley Limited. And we'll hear more about them in a moment. Today, I'm joined by Richard Higginbottom, Senior Manager of Transformation at SMP, and Vic Pope, who is Head of IT at Marley. Vic, I think we should start with you. There are some big changes at Marley, which resulted in the need for a complete transfer of your systems, including SAP. Can you give me a little bit of background on what was going on? Yeah, thanks, Rob. Well, Marley was acquired by Inflection in August 2019 from ETEX, who owned us for probably 20 years. I think we were acquired by them in 1999. At that point in time, we weren't using SAP, but as being part of ETEX, the standard was SAP, and we became consumers of SAP within ETEX. And we went to that platform in around 2007. So we were still on our own ERP systems up to then. From that point, I suppose, in time, there was a reduction in IT heads because we were joining a much, much bigger entity who had circa 200 type IT staff. And we became very much consumers of SAP. We didn't have any SAP skills. So obviously, with the divestment to inflection, we then had to stand on our own two feet. So we, we needed to search for a company that was a managed service provider of SAP because we needed to carve out from ETEX and I suppose for want of a better phrase, cut and paste from ETEX into a Marley environment serviced by another provider. And it wasn't just SAP, it was all the network platform and infrastructure that went with that. So, you know, Marley's a, a business of around 140 million turnover with about 600 staff, five manufacturing locations throughout the UK and two distribution centres. So the challenge, I suppose, from the 1st of September 2019 was to get away from ETEX within a one-year period, which was the period of the transactional service agreement that we had. And if we extended beyond that, it became a very expensive exercise. So our first challenge was to set up a strong steerco, a body of senior managers from within Mali, and also bringing in an outside SAP representative who, who could sit on that steerco and advise us because, again, we didn't have all of the SAP skills in-house because we'd been a consumer of SAP with ETEX. We realised very quickly that a steerco is going to have to have someone on board that can make key decisions. So one of the first people that we need to draft in was obviously our CFO and then other senior managers like myself and senior users and, and consumers of the system who were able to put together sessions where we would do discovery with the provider, which eventually became Eden House. We already had a, a, a small relationship, although we didn't sign up with Eden House until the March in uh, 2020. And from then on, we managed to facilitate a carve out within six months. So that was all of our ERP solutions and infrastructure. And it was a massive undertaking. Quite often, what we would find is 
there were challenges along the way because everything that was scoped wasn't exactly as it could have been, I suppose. And we needed an agility, which Eden House went on to provide so that they could uh, on the fly do changes that we hadn't foreseen. Eden House became a valued partner in as much as that they fitted into the culture of Marley and quickly embraced our ways of working. Yeah, it's, it's strange, actually, because, you know, sitting here today, I think coming to see you at your offices when we were going through the final parts of negotiating that contract in February last year, that was probably the last face-to-face meeting I actually went to. And I haven't been to another one since because of the whole COVID situation. Exactly. And and to, to achieve what we did in the six-month period between March and September was amazing when you think the fact that COVID's upon us and then suddenly we're doing everything remotely. And I know certainly from our perspective, migrating all of that data and, and creating the system was a huge challenge. And that's where SMP came in with the Crystal Bidge solution, which created a clone in Azure, which instead of taking months and months, it accelerated the whole process. So Richard, can, can you tell us a little bit about Crystal Bridge and how it works and how it helped us accelerate the, the timeframe of this project? Yeah, certainly. And like yourself, you know, we were able to attend that face-to-face workshop with Marley before remote working was introduced. We were fortunate that Crystal Bridge and our approach, it negates the need for lengthy interviews. Off that one session, we were able to go to that session data-informed, and at the end of it, we were essentially completing that design phase, and we're ready to start the data migration build. And that's one of the key benefits of Crystal Bridge and the SMP approach. Now, similarly, as you, as you spoke about those timelines, the software approach enables us to accelerate build, that we, we come with a back catalogue of work and back catalogue of projects and experiences that we can pull together quite quickly to meet those customers' needs. So Vic, you talked a little bit earlier about why you needed to find a managed services partner. It would be interesting for me to understand what was the kind of qualities that you were looking for in that partner? Well, the the partner clearly had to relate to Marley and have a bit of an understanding of how the people function, I suppose. But what we were looking for was someone that was very agile and able to respond quickly to our needs. We had a healthy budget for doing the project and we could have put more money out there, but we wanted to keep all the costs as close and as lean as possible to what we thought was the right figure. And Eden House came on stream bang on the money, really. I mean, the proposal that was put forward was extremely good. And obviously we held that in high regard but equally it wasn't just about the money it's about getting the result and we had confidence in the people the people put themselves across really well and we just moved on from day to day from strength to strength there were challenges along the way one of the key things that Eden House did put our way was a really good project manager and she was absolutely key into getting us over the line yes she she was brilliant I have to say I I involved myself at least on many occasions and her depth of knowledge and understanding of what was going on and what needed to be done was fantastic. Nothing was ever too much trouble, Rob, and whatever time of day. Yeah. (laughs) So, Richard, I know we've worked with SMP on a number of projects. And what would you say, from your perspective, is the template for a successful project? Um, I think it starts with the approach. SMP, we need to be able to uh, slot in closely with the client and with our partners, and that we've got to be easy to work with. 
that ultimately we have to deliver on our commitments and that we deliver as it is written on the tin. You get what you've ordered. That The project was delivered smoothly, predictably, and within those timelines as a result. That starts with a good understanding of what the client needs. You know, we need to understand the nature and the boundaries of, of the project. So it's the upfront discussions, make sure it's clear. Mali, they were looking for a rapid carve-out to a new standalone platform. They weren't seeking business change as a result of this, but they were looking for minimum disruption, minimal overhead on the business, and minimal downtime at cutover. That was the scope of the project, the, the remit. Again, from our perspective, Mali is testament to what a good project should look like because the business essentially stopped work on a Friday, came in on a, a Monday. We've been working the weekend to migrate that data. But when the business logs in on a Monday, they notice essentially no difference in that system and in the data. Yeah. And I mean, it was interesting from our perspective because obviously, you know, what Vic and what Marley were looking for was that minimal fuss, as you said close off on a Friday and start on a Monday. We'd, in the meantime, set up an entire new infrastructure set up in Microsoft Azure. And that's where, you know, the SMP tools helped us to deploy all the, the work across. And for us, it was really easy to be working with, with you guys because you've done this sort of work so many times before. It was quite easy to work with you because you're talking to people who speak the same language. So it really does help. Yes. And from our perspective, it, it was a result made possible by working with Eden House and again, very strong project management. But Eden House ensured that all of those enablers were in place, the barriers had been pulled down, and that they were driving the overall project and ensuring the client satisfaction. It was a pleasure you know, working with Eden House. You provide a great boutique service to the clients. We obviously work really well with you and enjoy working with you collaboratively. I see us dovetailing our expertise together well to form what's best for the client. So Vic, from your perspective, what was the feedback within the business? Did the rest of the business see this project as successful? Yes. I mean, I don't think anybody for one minute thought it was going to go as smoothly on the day of cutover. We had a plan, which was to go live on, I think it was the 14th of September. By midday, we were working. The number of tests that we wanted to perform by 10 o'clock, there were one or two things that weren't quite right. But within a couple of hours, everything was sorted. And, you know, we were trading. We were sending goods out. That's the main thing. So we were booking in stock. We were sending out stock. We were invoicing. All those good things that need the business to run all happened by midday. It was a complete success. There's no two ways about it. From the Mali perspective, the importance of trying to scope the project correctly so that there were sensible, achievable milestones was absolutely paramount. And then to ensure that those things actually happen properly, it's all about the project management and the steer co for me. Without that body of people and that governance, you will always be up against a project that probably has a risk of failing. So as I mentioned previously, we were just consumers of SAP and we recognised the need to upskill some of our existing staff with SAP skills, which meant training courses, etc. But one of the clear gaps that we had was we didn't have an SAP ERP manager. So we knew that we had to recruit for this position. So together with one of our established recruitment consultants, we drafted a, a list of 10 individuals that uh, were 
potential candidates. I interviewed them over the phone and we shortlisted them down to four. But clearly, I wasn't sure of all the right questions to ask about this particular role. So we drafted the services of uh, Eden House and the SAP ERP head of Eden House kindly engaged with us and actually facilitated some telephone interviews. And what was interesting was the fact that he actually graded them in exactly the same way that I did. So on that basis, we then went on to recruit the individual that we have today. So that was a a massive thanks to Eden House on that front. That was a real added value to the service. Excellent. That's good to hear. And I think from an Eden House perspective, we, we recognize that there were multiple partners involved. I think having clarity on what the objectives for each of those partners in the process to be able to make sure that each partner was hitting its deadlines because ultimately you know we were looking to do build work and if SNP weren't able to give us what we needed in terms of environments in time and we weren't able to give them access in time it, it very much was a, a dominoes process and so understanding what every partner needed to do and each part of the process each knowing what the end of those milestones were was absolutely critical to making sure that we hit what was a very very tight deadline as Vic said you know that governance layer sponsorship from the top you know, you had to pull a lot of people together and make them focus and drive this. And that doesn't come without ownership and, you know, people pushing it. So anybody listening to this and you face a challenge of how you transition your SAP estate to a new environment or you need to make significant changes to that platform, you know, give Eden House a call. You know, they are well-placed, best-placed to to talk to you about your needs. If there's a data element to it, I hope they'll come to SMP and talk to us. They're there to understand and deliver on your requirements. Yeah, I think it, it's fair to say that in the last four or five years, there's been an exponential growth in the product portfolio that SAP are bringing to market. And the challenge with that for any partner is to be able to know in-depth each of those solutions across the whole range is is almost impossible these days. And so we probably about two and a half, three years ago, spent a lot of time identifying key partners in areas that we just didn't have that skill in to be able to then provide a full service functionality to our customers, but at the same time using our skills and knowledge where we're the experts, but also using best of breed partners where we we don't have that in-depth knowledge to come in and do that work. And when we first started doing it, it was a challenge working with different partners and in different ways. And if you think, you know, in this project, there were probably four or five different people involved. We were heavily involved with Etex as well and getting their assistance to get out of the data center. And it's that collaboration and how people work together that really makes a difference. And I know, you know, Vic, you've mentioned Lisa and the project management and what she brought to it. But I think there was that effort from all of the parties involved to just want to make the success of the project. And and that, for me, is one of the key learnings is, is just that everybody trying to do the right thing to get to a successful outcome. I think you've hit the nail right on the head there. One of the things that was quite interesting is the fact that how hard and the hours that people worked remotely i think people underestimate what what was actually achieved in that covid period people weren't just logging on at nine in the morning on or eight thirty in the morning and clocking off at five it was a much much longer day for many many months 
uh, and everyone was very appreciative of that. And that was the benefit of having a strong steer co that directed all of that and realising uh, what people had put in to the project. Marley certainly hadn't done a project of this magnitude since we were purchased by Etex because obviously we moved from another ERP solution onto an Etex platform and now we've gone completely the other way. We're now autonomous under a managed service with uh, Eden House uh, and we look forward to making sensible business changes to you know in, enhance the way that we actually work now. We're more in control, that's the main thing, whereas we were governed by Etex in the past. We'll leave it there for today. It's been great to look at what makes a successful project from not only our perspective, uh, but from our partners and also from our customers. And to be able to discuss the merits of this particular project and why it came together the way it did. My thanks to Vic and Richard, and of course, thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's podcast. So if you'd like to get involved in the discussion or you have any questions, you can do that on our blog where we will be sharing all of these podcasts. You can find that really easily at edenhousesolutions.co.uk forward slash blog. And of course, you can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.